Hello everyone and welcome back to UCC Commerce Society. Uh, we're the Comrade Show and you're listening to 98.3 FM. Um, welcome back. We took a bit of a break last week. We were very hectic with Comball and we had just loads going on. So we're back again. So I'm Erin Goulding. Um, I'm a second year Arts International and I'm joined in studio today by Alice O'Callaghan and Lucy Green, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Lucy. I'm first year Commerce it's my first time on the radio and I'm buzzing. Great. It's great to have you on. Don't be nervous. I'm, I mean, I'm still kind of a bit nervous every time I come on, but it's great crack. And Alice? Hey guys, I'm Alice. I'm second year international business with French. And it's also my first time, but I'm very excited to be on with Erin and Lucy. I yeah. Think. Have a great time. Yeah, uh, we have a great episode planned for you today. We'll be talking about um, Erasmus. Me and Alice are planning on going on Erasmus next year. So we'll be talking about um, how we plan on settling into that. And we'll also be talking about um, sport and women in sport. We're three very sporty people. Um, so we'll be talking about that. So we're going to go straight into a song and we'll be back very shortly. So don't go anywhere. Um, this is Candle Flame by Jungle I've listened to this a lot every morning because I think it's like a good one to like get you in the zone for the day so this is Candle Flame Time I made time in a minute, rock with it, I'm in attendance How could we pair feelings aside? I gotta match the fires to the flame The feelings just got attached I got the days fall, the straight fall Away small, the waist started dancing on me Had to take your back home Time moving slowly, fast forward
That was Candle Flame by Jungle. I hope you all enjoy that. So um, th- you're listening to The Comrade Show brought to you by UCC 98.3 FM. So we've been, the Commerce Society have been very busy the past few weeks with Comball and other events. So um, Comball was organized, as we said before, by Jordan O'Rourke and his team of en- entertainment officers. And it was a really good event. I had a great night. What did you think of it, guys? I thought Thoughts? it was unreal. It was my first Comball as well. Really? Yeah, long day, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was very long. We were there in Silver Springs from, well, I was there from 12, but I know the ENS team was there from 9. And that's a long day to be setting up everything. But it looked really, really good. Um, So everyone had a great time. Alice, what did you think of it? Yeah, it was my first one as well. And honestly, I didn't know what to think. Because, you know, sometimes if uh, something gets hyped up too much, you kind of go into it and you're like, oh, it's just actually not going to be as good as everyone says it is. But uh, yeah. it was actually fab. I, there was a lot of people though. The afters, there was 1,400. A lot people. of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, good thing Jazzy was on the bottom floor. <laughs> I know. And it was so packed for Jazzy. There was no one upstairs. And I went upstairs while Jazzy was on just for like about five minutes. And there was no one up there. But I'm the music was really good. Yeah, it actually yeah. was. Like the vibes were still good up there, but there was just yeah. nobody up there. Like. Yeah. The only thing that I found, and this was just because there was wait, there were so many people there, which is a really good thing, but the queue to buy a drink at the bar was very Insane. long. I was waiting yeah. for like half minutes. an hour. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was like, like 20 minutes and it was like, so it's like you think, you make eye contact and you think they're going to come to you. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I found that as well. Um, But it was a great night. We had a great time. Alice, you're on the sports and social team. Do you want to tell us a bit about Com Cup that finished up the day before Combo? Yeah, Tuesday and then Combo was Thursday. Okay. So yeah, I still have a good impression. Now it's over. I don't know what to do it myself. Actually, I have to actually have to go to lectures yeah I uh, don't know what to do myself but um yeah so Com Cup it was great I was so lucky to be a part of it um I feel I really got to know everyone on the Comstock as well yeah uh, because this is my first year on the Commerce Committee and Commerce Society Committee and um, I got really lucky as well with Jamie and Sean um Sean's the Sports and Social Officer and Jamie's the other Vice Sports Social Officer at me and uh, we're lucky we get on really well and um we always had such a good crack down there at the pitch yeah and so it went on from Tuesday three weeks ago Tuesday Wednesday Thursday nine to one every week every week three weeks uh yeah if my mom asks us in all my lectures yeah. <laughs> um for anyone who doesn't know what Com Cup is it's a soccer tournament organized by the Commerce Society um and it's both men and women um obviously like girls play girls and guys play guys but it's a really good event it was down in the Maradike and they played through the rain um it was we didn't get too lucky with the weather now to be honest you were down there every week you probably know a bit more than I do but the weather was just not great some days but to be fair to everyone they played through the rain and it was still a great event and we made a big deal of the final we had Red Bull there courtesy of myself and we had a red carpet and we had the mascot yeah and a few of us the day before went hunting for trophies or the week before actually sorry we went hunting for trophies so it was a great event um and moving on from that we also took part in so ucc thinks it can dance and we can we can definitely dance dance. dance. (laughs) even if we didn't win we can dance (laughs) yeah so again for people who don't know it is an or is it's an event organized by the dance club and they take about 10 different clubs and societies and each club or society is assigned a dancer um, to teach them the dance. So or one was kind of um, based on a money theme, um, business, business theme. Yeah, a business theme. <laughs> so um, we had a few rehearsals and the event was last Tuesday in Devere Hall and it was really, really good. I was so happy to see like how 
Like, it was so impressive to see how good everyone was. The standard was so high. Yeah. Honestly, we kind of went into that. We had a, re- we had a few rehearsals. Uh, we went in completely blind. Like, yeah. we got, but we had our whole routine. We had our whole routine together. And we were like, yeah, we know it. We're surely going to win. Yeah. <laughs> we went in. Oh, my God. From The first act was a badminton or fencing. Whichever yeah, one was. badminton. Every yeah. single one was so good. There was 10 of them. Oh, it was really, really good. I mean, I was shocked. I, uh, yeah, I went into it thinking, God, we're really, really good. Like, yeah, we people were, probably don't like know their dance as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and we were there with our suits. Well, not the suits, but we had our shirts yeah. and our ties and everything. And it was brilliant. It was yeah. really good fun. So we failed to place, but who won again? Was it? Trampoline. Trampoline. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. They were class. They yeah, were really they were good. Very good. Yeah. So fair play to everyone who took part in that. It was a really, really good event. Um... So that's kind of where we've been at with the Commerce Society. Do you have any, how are you finding college at the moment? We're kind of halfway, oh, over halfway through now. It's starting to actually be college now. Yeah. It's just like socialising for the first like three yeah. months. For yeah. Me, yeah. How are you finding first year? You're, how it's grand, you yeah. It's, well, actually, no, I love it, to be fair. It's so different to school, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like I have too much independence, though. Yeah, uh, it is <laughs> too much free yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a shock, I suppose, coming in from secondary school, especially because in Ireland, like secondary school is so like, yeah, it's very like uniform. You yeah, yeah, you're told what to do every step of the way. Yeah, to be so, fair, I'm still living at home, so I feel I'd love to move out for the full like yeah, that was college mm-hmm. experience. But I think, like as like I lived at home for first year. I've talked about this before, but I've lived at home for first year, and I moved out this year to go to Brookfield but I ended up moving back home. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it would be so great living in student accommodation. Now, to be fair, obviously, if you're living in a house, like Alice, you're living in a college house. Yeah. How are so, you finding it? It's so, I just know it's so different. I haven't lived in student accommodation, but one of the girls that I'm living with, she lived somewhere, it was a sleep point or whatever last year. She's from Mayo. And um, she said the difference, she said she actually didn't like college last year. She didn't even realise because she'd come home and everyone just be in their rooms that's and the same, talking to yeah. each other and it's very like antisocial and she's mm-hmm. not very lonely yeah because yeah you can do whatever you can play your hockey you can go to your dance you can do all your activities in the evening but there's still a lot of spare hours in college yeah you don't have the nine to five or whatever eight to three of school yeah but now living in the house she said it's so much nicer because you know we all come now we all be sitting in the living room together and it's Aaron, if you ever want to come over yeah you see that's what <laughs> i was expecting but to be fair in student accommodation everyone's very like doing their own thing and to be fair I was barely there but I think faraway hills are green um like obviously moving into a college house would be great but I think you're definitely better off at home especially when you live so close like I actually really missed like coming home the heating would be on dinner be on the table you have a chat with your family my house here my house at home would be (laughs) (laughs) and like you know these are the last few years where we will be living with our family, you know, and it's kind of yeah. nice to keep that for as long yeah. as we can. It still has its perks as well. Like yeah. If I'm, if I'm getting ready for a night out and my room is trash, my parents will just go up and it's like completely clean. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, same. What parents do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my mom's not the time for that for it. Carlton, but, um, my dad like tries to keep oh, the peace because he knows that if my mom goes up and sees it, <laughs> oh, yeah. my dad's like, I'm just gonna. Go you're never gonna get how bad, how bad. So, um, and Alice, you're living in a house, so you're finding that yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I because I lived at home first year, and I drove up and down. I live in Kinsale, so um, I commuted first year. And Joe's you know grand. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. It just is. It it's a bit tough, alright though. You know, sometimes especially when you get stuck in traffic, you be there for like. 45 minutes your own thoughts yeah um, it's, it's a long time it's just a bit lonely because you're taking an hour to an hour and a half out of your day just to kind of um, 
just to, and just figure out where to park and stuff. I got very lucky. I can park at my uncle's house. Just yeah. But um, yeah, I always kind of said I'd uh, move out in the second year because uh, I'll be in my Erasmus next year. Yeah. Um, so better. Uh, it was a good idea for me to learn how to cook and all that. Yeah. My mom. <laughs> so before we talk about Erasmus, we're just going to go to a song. So this is The Man Who Can't Be Moved. This was Alice's suggestion. Great song. So this is The Man Who Can't Be Moved by The Script.
lovely that was the man who can't be moved by the script so uh we kind of touched on it for the tiniest split second there before we went on a little break but erasmus so i am in arts international and i have a full year next year um now i'm not doing language so um i have to go to an english speaking uh college so that's kind of the Netherlands, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, those kind of northern countries. Um, Alice, you're doing Commerce International in French? Yeah, Commerce International, that's it. Um, yeah. So we had our meeting last, last Tuesday. Um, so I always have to go to a French-speaking part of the world. Well, not Can- or Canada. Um, unfortunately, Canada was on the list for law and French, I think, which I'm very jealous of. Yeah. In the class. Yeah, that would be really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we have... Um, I think just anywhere in France and Brussels. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. And you're straight commerce. Now, I know you're in first year, Lucy, but any thoughts about Erasmus or anything? I'd love to. I definitely, like, I remember when I was picking a course, I was like, since I'm living at home, I'll definitely pick a course that I can go away for yeah. at least a year. I think we have the option, don't quote me, but I think we have the option to do like six months you do. Erasmus and six months placement, yeah. which I'd say I do because. I think you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. And you've like something good for your CV as well. But yes. also you've done the fun thing for like six yeah. months. And you also have kind of a foot in the door for uh, placement and that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's been loads of Erasmus talks recently in the college um, that I've been trying to go to. Um, but like I was going to skip my Erasmus year and just go straight into final year. But I just thought, you know, like... Why would I? You know, I have the opportunity to go to a different country and to it's study. It's like a year-long holiday. Yeah. It's here for two years, does somewhere else for another year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and especially, I think, if you're on the mainland, and you with France as well, like, you yeah. can go anywhere, really. One of my best friends is uh, studying veterinary in uh, Poland. Shout out to you, Grace O'Reilly. <laughs> Make her listen to us now. Um, and I was saying, like, if I'm in France next year, I can just get the change, Grace, because her course is so demanding. She gets, like... I'm not even joking, two weeks off like in the whole entire year. Like, she That's will crazy. Come home like once. And yeah. their, their year is like end of September till like almost July. So if I'm on the same like, you know, content as her, I can just get trained to her and like, or even like all of us that'll be on Erasmus. You can just get like, trained to someone. An hour I know. Train. Yeah. Um, I have one or two friends in finance who are thinking about going, shout out to them, <laughs> who are thinking about going to Germany for their placement. Um, and that's like only over the road from the Netherlands, like yeah, it's class. in in the grand scheme of things, like it's very close. So um, the only thing that I would be kind of apprehensive about going over is the lack of knowing people. You know, yeah, I'd I'd love to like go with someone. Yeah, but then at the same time, I'm like, uh, like you don't want to be stuck with someone either, like, or be too like codependent on them. Yeah, like, I'd love to just throw myself into the deep end. Mm-hmm. But it's like it is a different country. I think yeah. looking at Erasmus from, you know, first year or sixth year, you know, when you're kind of thinking yeah. about Erasmus, in your head, like in my head anyway, it was, oh, I, I go to a country, I go to France by myself. But then in our meeting the other night, and um, they're saying, you know, there's nine places for Paris, nine places for Strasbourg, two places for here, two places for here. My friends were all after, they were like, oh, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't even put my name down for the colleges, but only two places, because that's it, you, get, you either get stuck with someone, if you're friends with them or if you're not friends with them, it's just you and them. And it's up to you because it's not as easy to make friends. You know, Irish people, like, sorry, this like, you know, in school, like, we all kind of talk to a wall. We talk to each other. Yeah. You might not be as lucky in another country. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know now. I think, yeah, that whole idea of going by yourself isn't really the way it works. You kind of want to go with someone else you know or else you, you, they don't want to be friends with you. But, like, 
just someone person. just someone you actually yeah, know you can you know like a home comfort I'm like. homesick how are you yeah, yeah I'm homesick too or, you know that kind of yeah um I was actually talking to one of the guys who I'm in choir with and he's from Germany he's over here on Erasmus this year but he was talking about his Erasmus grant um now yeah. I was looking at like the grant that I would get if I was going to the Netherlands and it's I think it's something like 300 or something per month but the he's getting 600 a month to be in Ireland so that just shows you how expensive Ireland is like we're actually so lucky that we don't need to pay the international fees but like that's doubled I would have thought that the Netherlands or Norway or somewhere would be more expensive that I'd get more of a compensation but it's crazy like how expensive and how much people are paying yeah Yeah. even accommodation stuff like Grace was talking about in Poland I remember we were looking at accommodation and uh, you know obviously everyone knows accommodation here is through the roof but um, Grace over in Poland then her and her friend Kate were going to, now it's a, a room, but you have it's two beds and it's like a bit of an apartment kind of yoke. And uh, it was only like, was it like 400 for a month for, or something? Like that's yeah. what we'd be paying like almost a week here or something. Yeah, know? no, it's bad. And yeah, I was talking to my conductor at the choir and oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that when he was in, this this wasn't too long ago, but in UC, like around campus, like they'd be paying 200 euro a month. Like, that is that's 200 what, 200 a month now we're paying like 200 a week yeah you're doing you know? that in like two shifts yeah i know it's it's crazy so anyway um erasmus next year um very excited mm-hmm. but also kind of nervous but i think also for a third year like all my most of my friends are in third year and like we'd all be off doing our own thing yeah. you know if i was in final year and everyone was doing placement or erasmus and i was just in ucc like chilling it just wouldn't be as good yeah you'd feel you have foam over definitely yeah and like i know people in final year that didn't go on as they just chose not to they all regret it yeah yeah, i don't i feel like it's something you always regret you have an opportunity like it's a structured year to live in another country like because yeah you can live abroad when you're older wherever you want but um you're not gonna have the same experience of you know having other people away from home with you and stuff and you're so carefree because you don't need to like it's just you don't get i don't now, don't quote me on this, but I, like, you just, pa- is it a pass or fail, I think, for Erasmus? It's not? Yeah. Yeah. So you can just, like, go over there and go to your lectures. You tip in a way, like, without, t- yeah. without the, like, yourself. major yeah. stress of, like, oh, I need to get this grade, I need to get that grade. Yeah. Um, and especially for me, like, I won't need to do a language, so I'll be kind of majorly chilling, okay. Alice, you won't have that then, kind of... Uh, French <laughs> lectures are three hours long, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> in France, so... Uh, yeah, but there's a girl who came in to talk to us before our final year there um, last year. She was just back from her residence. Um, she came to talk to my French class. She was saying that um, on their exams, she'd write like, I'm an Erasmus student, please be nice to <laughs> Because they will grade you the same as everyone else. So yeah. It's so common for you to fail over there and you just have to repeat your exams, which is grand, you know. I'd love to, I know a girl, I worked with her and she was commerce. She's actually over there now, but she went to New York for her. Oh my God. Oh. She actually, I think she's doing, she's on placement I think she's doing both her Erasmus and her placement there. Wow. So she's living her like Serena Vanderwood. She's Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I say she has to do loads of interviews, but I love it. Is that with commerce? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is mental, to be fair. But I think like they didn't really mention this in first year. But for me anyway, if you want to go to America or Australia, you need to have like a certain grade or higher. You have to like have, to have a 2 1 or higher. Now, obviously, like if you're in college, you want to go for like. The best you possibly can. But, like, they kind of, you know, like, it kind of would be helpful to tell 
students coming yeah. in like this is what you need yeah. for two years time yeah that is not just like oh you get to go on, er- on erasmus yeah okay. and it's all like happy clappy until yeah. like you actually get to the moment and it's like oh i actually can't go here and i can't go yeah. there and rumors spreading like you know speculations like a few people in my class they were like oh it's all based on academia and like they'll rank us for our colleges you put down the list like the ceo believe you put down in yeah. order which one you want and then they said the lads were saying that oh no they choose then how good your grades are if you can go here if you can go here we were all like, oh crap, like we've won a year and a half gone now, like we have to make up last semester two now, we really have to grind. But um, then the meeting, everyone's like, no, I just pick you out of a hat. Is like, it? What? Oh. Yeah, she said, you put down your places. And because you can't, unless now you have something like special requirements, like health, you know, you have to be with somebody. Yeah. Or a specific, or you're like some kind of semi-professional athlete, and there's a college that are offering you something. Um, you really don't have a choice. <laughs> you put down your options, they pick it out of a hat, which is very fair. Yeah, like majority of people will get their first choice. Yeah, I'd first or second. I first or second. First, yeah. second, third. She was saying, yeah, don't really go down to five, six, seven, but or five, six, yeah, there's one seven. That's CAO. Um, but yeah, do you know honestly, and I don't know. I I think I'm fine saying this. I don't think that I'll regret saying this in the future. But like, I am honestly happy to go anywhere. It's still France. Yeah, I'll yeah. put down my options. I'll hopefully get whatever Strasbourg or Nice or Grenoble. But like, oh yeah, Strasbourg. You know, we there's a guy on the commerce. Society Rory O'Donovan Rory who's just back Coach from his Erasmus in Strasbourg and he yeah. loved it yeah um and I was talking to a few other people who've been to Strasbourg and it's meant to be brilliant mm-hmm. so um we're just going to go to a quick um song or even a ad break now um so we'll be back very soon I'm no good at being alone Yeah, it's taking 
That was Lose Control by Teddy Swims. I'm loving that song at the moment. I don't know where I found it, but now that I've heard it once, I'm hearing it everywhere. Um, so that's Lose Control. So um, we're just going to do a quick shout out. Um, Lucy O'Neill on the Commerce Society hey, just texted me saying that she's listening. So hello, welcome and good morning. Um, I know my granny and my mom are listening. So hello to you two. Do you have any listeners that you want to say hi to? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, okay. Well, next time you've got to get on to the family at home and tell them that you're going to be on the radio. Um, so um, we're going to talk now about sport um, as women um, and our experiences with that. So Lucy, you are big into rowing. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well, I'm not rowing currently, but I rowed from like age 11, 12 until I stopped leaving that year. It was just too much of a commitment. Because um, your rowing would be like during the winter, it's you know you you train every day, plus um, you'd have the extra session then on a on a Sunday. So it's eight sessions a week in our like lull of the year. Yeah. And then we'd be coming up to the championships, which is uh, mid July. So really, from when it starts getting bright in the morning, we'd be training in the morning and the evening. So we'd be up. And I remember I used to be like military. Because, like, I'd be trying to get as much sleep as possible. Yeah. So it was, like, wake up. If I had to be in the club for, like, I think it was quarter to six um, in the morning. And I'd cycle because I was, like, I can't be waking my parents up now. So I think I used to wake up at, like, 22 past or something. And it was, like, I had my my gear laid out on the bed. I'd put them on. I'd run downstairs and I'd grab, you know, those little yogurt, like, pouches. Yeah. And I'd be on my bike with it just hanging from my mouth. But that was intense. Because then we'd have, you just, you know... it'd be a short enough session in the morning like it'd be we'd be on the water for six and maybe off for quarter past seven and everyone's heading home and I I lived near the club so it was handy yeah like I'd I'd cycle home and I'd be ready to be honest they were always the mornings that I was like more on time for school but then I'd go to school or whatever come back and then I'd be training again at 6 p.m so it was like a 6 a.m and a 6 p.m Jesus that is criminal Um, I know it was cruel it was actually great that's just for club training too like (laughs) I know um but so I gave that up in sixth day because I was just like, do you know, it's like too intensive of training sessions to like not be training towards anything. And I yeah. knew I wasn't going to be around for the championships. Yeah. Um, and I knew I like with studying stuff, I wasn't really going to be able to do any like regattas or like races and competitions. Yeah. So I gave it up. But it's like I'm gone too soft now to go back to it. I'm like, <laughs> can't just throw myself back into the like. Good end, yeah. And I think UCC because if I was to join, I think I'd definitely do it with UCC if I was to go back to it. Rather than going back to my old club, but it's like still like 12 sessions a week. Yeah. I just don't know, could I do it to myself? Yeah, especially when you've gotten out of the swing of things. Exactly. You know, it's kind of hard to get back in. Yeah. And how did you find, you know, going on to the topic of like the point of the discussion is like, how did you find like girls were treated versus how boys were treated in your club now? Um, to be honest, in our club, I'd say there was almost more girls than boys. And I feel like they really, for the most part, tried to keep... Because, you know, like girls, I feel like more so than boys seem to kind of fizzle out of their sports after yes, a while. Yeah. And I feel like majority of the people in the club, not all, would like... Actually, no, to be honest, all. Everybody in the club, like, I feel like they really try to keep people in the sport as long as possible. Because, yeah. like, you don't see many... Like, you know how I was saying if I was to go back to it, I'd definitely go with UCC. Yeah. You couldn't... Like, there really would be no point in me going back to the club because, like, the there's barely any senior women that I could even train with you know yeah. that's crazy yeah so it's like they'll have loads of people from like especially when you know Gary and Paul 
O'Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. There was like like every club. There was like waiting lists for the club, the rowing clubs in Ireland, which is like <laughs> that does not happen. Like rowing yeah. is not that popular. So there was like waiting lists for people to get into the clubs. Um, so it's like you'd start off and people would be like, whatever, 13, 14, 15. And it was like massive amounts of people. And then every year people kind of drop off as it got more intense. Yeah. And then it always seems to be like the leave insert kind of time. That people are like, it's almost like, look, I have an excuse to go now. Mm. Um, or else people actually do do just need to leave. And then it's like you just, it's harder to go back to it then. And then when you're getting a job and stuff, like even if I was to go back now, I'd be, I'd probably have to give up my part-time job yeah. as well as my social life. So, yeah. 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 I mean, that, that is another thing that could be said for the leaving search. Like there's a lot of things wrong with it. But another thing is that people end up potentially giving up their sports because of it. And that's just not what you want. And like you have all your teachers being like, oh, it's nice to keep up something and whatever. But like when stuff is as intense as that are getting in the way, like you you can't keep up both. That's a full-time job, like. Yeah, that is a full-time job. Um, especially, as you said, if you're not training to anything specific. Yeah. It's just the training for the sake of the training. It's so hard to motivate yourself thing, as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I remember our, we do obviously these, like obviously rowing is done on the water, but like through all of the winter, really your only sessions on the water are like Friday, or Saturday and then your two Sunday sessions. Everything else is like the rowing machine, weights, running, whatever. Um, and then we'd have to do like tests throughout the winter to make sure your fitness is actually where it's supposed to be at. Yeah. And it'd be like, it's like there's just buckets scattered all over the club oh. for people to just vomit into. Oh and my then continue God, with that is session. mental. <coughs> that is mental. And Alice, you are big into CrossFit. Yeah, myself and Killian. <laughs> if you want to tell us a bit about that. Um, yeah, because I feel like CrossFit, um, it's something that people don't know a lot about. And... It's getting quite popular. There's a lot of uh, CrossFit gyms opening up in Cork now. Um, there's a new one. It's a track fitness or something. I only found it yesterday. And <laughs> sorry, give them a shout out. Whoops. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no CrossFit. Um, I can't even describe it to you. Honestly, you just have to see it. It's a mix of everything. So you do cardio. There'd be a bit of running, uh, cycling, um, skipping, uh, rowing, and then there's weights. We do everything. Like we've all squat racks. You do things from deadlifts, power cleans, push press to back squat, front squat. Um, then you have like, you know, something random, like we have rope climbs. Like, So basically there's an open every year. So we do ours in January anyway in the um, in my club in Kinsale. And um, there's like a worldwide, um, what do you call it, like a, a competition, a, a session sent out and you have to compete for time or there's like RX and scales. So, you know, it's for all levels. That's the thing is that you can start it as a complete beginner, you can be really advanced. You can lift really light weights, really heavy weights. You all you do it all to your own ability. So that's why I love it. But anyway, the RX and scales, so they have the levels. And you go and you do your session and like the coaches organize, you know, the layout so everyone can get a go. And you can actually register. And I think you pay like a tenner and you can see your placing in the world. So I think when I did it last year, I see it again, there's not many people our age doing it. So I think in uh, like Europe or something, I was in like the top 2000 or, or in Ireland or something. Or, no, yeah, not Ireland. <laughs> there's not that many in Ireland doing it. <laughs> something like that but it was yeah. just cool like but yeah there are then you can progress like a few of my coaches got into um like quarterfinals something there's two of them um I actually don't know what happened I think one of them got injured and one of them pulled out because it's a huge deal if you mm. do get that far yeah the athletes you're up against like Rebecca who's in here did you ever see her no she uh look her up guys she they wouldn't be up against her now specifically but people like that it's people that be training like Lucy here but 
it's mad like I can't believe the hours you put into rowing compared to but I know and even like rowing is a is a sport for the amount of hours like I'm making no sense sorry um I started rowing when I was in I don't know what I was in I was in secondary school anyway and I only did it for like a few months but even like four months into it they were like oh come down at 6 a.m these mornings a week and I was like absolutely not <laughs> I'm a beginner Aaron and I go way back we started rowing together yeah we yeah. did the court boat club um, summer camp. Yeah, with with that. with Sally. Shout out to Sp- oh, Sally yeah, on the. Yeah. We all did the summer camp, and then we all started rowing that year. Anyway. Yeah. Is that the year you started as well? Um. Yeah, but I was obviously I'm a year younger than you, so I was oh a year, like, yeah, behind you. Yeah. Um. But like I think I was 11 when I did the camp. 12 then by the time I got into actually like rowing oh my god I thought that was way more um, recent than that I know but, uh, Jesus time flies yeah Erin um, was so good though god, I remember Erin is a woman of many talents <laughs> I, me and Erin go way back as well we've been playing hockey together since we were about 13, 14 yeah we played with Quinns mm-hmm. Harlequins up by the airport and we the two of us actually were lucky enough to get on the, pa- the selection panel go on, uh, <laughs> to go to the European Hockey Championships in London um, in London same yeah. week as um, the royal wedding which royal wedding Harry and Meghan yeah, yeah. Um, minutes away guys it's very cool <laughs> yeah so we went over there and now to be honest like hockey unless you're in a top team mm-hmm. or you're training with Munster or Ireland it's kind of I would find it anyway quite relaxed as in you yeah. have your two training sessions a week and you have a match and that to me that's pretty laid yeah. back um, but when we were selected for the panel there was about 20 of us and it was the first time that I got a proper taste of how intense the training can be we were training what was like three times a week we had our own training plan that we had to do at home so it was all running and there was no like you know because we, we were young like, there wasn't any weight stuff but we had to do our own like sprint sessions yeah. and drills and movement drills it's harder doing it at home on your, gra- on the, you know, your garden or the grass compared to on the pitch you know because the movement of it and anyway we'd have to train at home like three, four or five sessions a week and then we'd go yeah. and train with our coach Brian shout out to Brian we do three sessions a week Brian we'd be Wednesday evening Saturday mornings and we do we do like a random I don't know yeah it was match then playing against like yeah we were we played against actually we played against the the younger age boys team um but like I thought apart from that hockey is probably one of the sports where it could be quite evenly weighted as in the girls are given just as much as attention as the guys and I think what really helped that as well was how well the Irish women did in the the world championships yeah well yeah whenever whatever it was I can't even remember now because uh what was it was the World Championships? They qualified. World Championships, yeah. They, and then the they came second. They came second, yeah. Yeah. So it was just so great. But even in Quinns, we've been very lucky always. The boys and the girls have been evenly matched, have been evenly sported. Because I think there yeah. was there's a higher number of girls playing hockey though as well. But even the boys teams, even the boys teams would be support. You know, like we'd all support each other. It was a great club. Like yeah. I never called Harlequins. It was such a great yeah. club. Yeah, no, I definitely think Harlequins is good. I think like all my experiences anyway, like the girls have been treated just as well mm-hmm. and given just as much attention. The only thing that I found annoying, and to be fair, I would probably be the same, but like we never had as much supporters. No. You know, like we, I remember we had our un- under 16 <laughs> um, monster final 
And to be fair now, it was the Beely, <laughs> but still, there was like about four supporters, I'd say. Well, and if, you know, like you've worked so hard and no well, one so is showing up, it, like, you know, when, especially when we were the older half and like, yeah, was I, I think I was captain that year and oh my God. Like, yeah. And it, like, it's everything too. And then no one shows up. You're just like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I know. I know. And I know like you're not doing it for anyone else. Like you're doing it for the team. You're doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But it is nice to kind of see people showing a bit of interest. So I think, you know, time and effort gets put in just as much into the women's as the men's but I think mm-hmm. where it falls down is the viewership of the sports yeah, even the division one teams like I know the men's get now the women no the women actually I'm wrong there the women do get a lot of sport but the men get equally the men and women get equally as much sport I think but then I think when matches are away you yeah know, home matches get even like yeah, well, of course. Away. Like, I wouldn't be expecting anyone to travel to Tipperary to see some league I, match. I, you think know? They, I think they used to. I just remember for the men's matches, there'd be a lot of supporters, like in the likes of Open Rockwell or whatever. Yeah. The women's. I don't know. Yeah. But in fairness, as a whole, Harlequins have always been an amazing club. I think hockey in general in Cork, we've been very lucky with. Yeah. It's been very popular and very supportive. Yeah. And talking about, like, just the intensity of um, mm-hmm. sports and stuff. Um, and I, like, I was, I used to do a lot of dance and I, it was the same year as the London championships that we went to and I was selected for the competitive dance team in Declan Wolf and we were going to Barcelona for these like world championships. But like the, The the intensity was 10 times more intense than any of the hockey trainings. You know, like we were there four, five, six nights a week. We had like really long rehearsals we had to do the dances at home obviously to like know them and we had two strength and conditioning classes a week and it was so intense and like it was just like really uptight and I had to juggle that with the hockey yeah. and like obviously that was really intense as well so I had to kind of give up the dance then because I just couldn't do both and hockey was kind of a more enjoyable but like even dance like people wouldn't know but People like people who do dance would know how it, how like intense it can be. Dancers are the physical um, world. Yeah. Like, do you ever see them? Like yeah, and even like you know, like Irish dancers and that kind of thing. Like it's <coughs> it's really really intense. It's such um, like an underrated type of fitness. Oh, I, I think remember, so. Yeah. Because I did Irish dancing as well when I was younger. Like, I wasn't any good, but like it was still hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I did did that for like four or five years, and like I remember then going back to it one day just kind of for fun like in school a few of my friends when I when I say for fun like our teacher was like you will do this dance and we did it in school and I remember like bait I was absolutely bait yeah from the like whatever 10 minute dance I used to go and do that for like an hour and a half I know like yeah. as kids as well and actually what's also when you're talking about being like tired after sport I start I started in first year but I'm kind of getting really into an ultimate frisbee I actually Whoa. love it so much I would recommend anyone to go frisbee it's drop. one of <laughs> the few lunch. sports where men and women play together on a team and it's really yeah. really good but I went to my first tournament there a few weeks ago and tell us nothing <laughs> <laughs> we actually came second we did really well we beat well, Galway and Dublin and Limerick um, but actually okay so there's a, there's no referee for a frisbee to, frisbee like match. You just have to trust that. You just have nice. to like everyone oh. is so like um oh you did this or you did that like everyone is like really nice and it's very like a, like a sportsmanship game um 
and everyone is like really like supportive and like you congratulate the other team at the end of every point like if they have a good point whatever it's like you're playing your friends like so it's really weird. good I think I'm too competitive for that yeah. though yeah. I know I kind of did I struggle know, like, I kind of because like, too, like everyone was like oh well done and I was kind of like oh no like we lost we lost <laughs> like what are you doing but um what kind of pitch do you play on it was so we were down in Nemo and they talked like there was two pitches per full gap pitch 25 oh so it was kind of like five. probably like just over a quarter mm-hmm. of the pitch um maybe a third probably okay. makes sense um but it is absolutely exhausting like it's constantly sprinting and you only get it's a 60 minute match what we were doing was 60 minutes and you only get a half you only get a break when it gets to seven points scored but you might not get seven points scored in the whole game so you might not get a break you know and it's like constantly and we had like Six four hours. matches in the one day which is like what? four hours and I was wrecked no, after it the hanging there's like five or six aside oh, oh. yeah that's not that many did you play with UCC pardon did you play with UCC yeah oh. it's actually great I would definitely recommend like try to poach me for a day no I honestly like if you can run at all like you should go like if you're anyway coordinated you should definitely <laughs> give it a lash coordinated um, yeah I always said that coming into first year if I didn't do rowing I'd do like 10 other sports instead like really random ones like yeah. and stuff but I haven't really started that one yet so. you should honestly like it's the clubs and it's the clubs and societies where you like actually meet loads of people um, like talk about random like I went on a surf trip like that's just the most random I can't believe you're not going I know, yeah, uh, actually shout out to the surf club there. Um, surf trip to Morocco is um, in January and it's fully sold out. Alice is going. Um, 100 spots fully taken and the wait list of 30 is also full. Wow. So um, I went on it last year. It was really, really good. Um, nowhere close to being sold out. I got my place about three weeks before the trip. I just logged on and I was hey. like, okay, I'm just going to go to Morocco. Um, was that the first year they went to Morocco? I think so, because of yeah, COVID and stuff. Um, an hour before. They're going there again this year, aren't they? Sorry? They're going there again this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, they're going to Morocco. Uh, it's a really good holiday. Uh, so anyone who was lucky enough to get a spot is going to have a great time. Um, so yeah, we're just going to go to a quick song before we finish up. Uh, this is Please Don't Go. frame scattered on the floor You're screaming at me You can't take it anymore I try and hold you You just push me away This ain't nothing new Cause we just did this yesterday Times are getting hard Hits you like a bullet through your heart been tearing me apart and it's killing you, I know Said, won't you stay with me? I can't keep going if you leave Ain't how it's supposed to be, so please don't go
hard Hits you like a bullet through your heart Been tearing me apart and it's killing you, I know Said, won't you stay with me? I can't keep going if you leave Ain't how it's supposed to be, so please don't go Said, won't you stay with me? I can't keep going if you leave Ain't how it's supposed to be, so please don't go Said, please don't go Said, please don't go Please don't go so that was Please Don't Go. Um, we are, before we head away, um, we kind of did a bit of this last year, but we're going to bring back the UCC Confessions segment of our show. So we had a bit of a scroll through there. Um, some of them were not so radio friendly, so we're going <laughs> to leave those behind. But we did find one or two. So if you want to read out the one or two that we did find, Alice. I start so. Um, oh, there's so many of them. In fairness, people sending them in, they're actually hilarious. Mostly. I wonder how much time it takes this person to... I know. I'd say they get so many I say, confessions. Yeah, I about half of them. Uh, oh, this one. To the girl who's graduating today and just completely slipped in the rain. I just sat there outside the student centre for like two minutes on the soaking ground. Same girl, let me buy you a drink. Oh, no. Imagine yeah. if you were that person, you read that, you were like, oh my God, everyone saw me. But imagine you were graduating and you were like so happy and then you just fell like... <laughs> And your, nice your lovely dress. dress. Yeah. I would just yeah. wear too, to be fair. Yeah. Do we have another one? Um, I'm reading now. They're not so... Actually, while you're trying to find one there, I was at choir rehearsals yesterday. And we had a five-hour long rehearsal. And we were... We... Yesterday, and we were outside the hub and we were warming up. And we were doing all our vocal warm-ups. And some of them were really questionable. And we were, t- like, there were so many people walking past and we were just kind of, like, almost screaming outside the hub in a big circle. And we were like, there's so going to be a confession made about us in the next few weeks. It was actually so yeah, embarrassing. The <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I yeah. was actually surprised there wasn't more things to do with, like, combat. I think I only saw one confession to do with combat. Yeah. yeah. That was really surprising. I kind of, next time I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. What's going to be said about it? Fear. Uh, is there one more? Yeah, that's suitable they're not, they're not as good as the these are all PG ones yeah so yeah been drinking out of a litre jug of milk and bull yeah never a dull moment in this library actually I got sent that and I was like don't tell me that was you Erin no it oh, wasn't me no. <laughs> but someone did send me that and they were like was this you because <laughs> I had been talking a few days before I'm not like I love drinking milk and like I drink milk by the carton but I'm not gonna be walking oh around campus God. drinking a litre of milk like honestly this is the time of year where everything goes out the window when it comes up to exams people are studying oh my god the stuff you'll be seeing in the library. Yeah, Lucy's bracing like, right week. now. Like, you'll go in like... Fearful already for it. People have the dogs out and everything. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah. um, so that is kind of all we have time for. How did you find your first time on the radio? That's good fun. Oh, yeah. talking to you all day. <laughs> I think it's such a privilege that we ha- are able to come onto the radio and like give it a try because it's a really good experience. Um, I'm sure I'll see it on both your LinkedIn's at the end of the year. But no, it is, it's a really good experience and I would recommend anyone who's listening, if you're interested at all, to get in contact with the radio station and just ask if there's a slot or to just try it out because it's definitely worth doing and it's one of the great things um about ucc that everyone like 
everyone is like um, included in every aspect of college life. So I think that's all we have time for today. Uh, I'll be back again next week. I have um, two final year commerce students coming on and we'll be talking about final year and placement and how they found Erasmus. Um, So anyone who wants to do an Erasmus, tune in because it'll be really interesting and great to listen to. So thank you very much for joining me uh, today. And we're going to finish off with Crazy World by Aslan. This has been The Comrade Show um, here on UCC 98.3 FM.